Hi, I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy with another Global Real Estate School podcast. Welcome to the podcast. My name is John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy, and thanks for joining us on another episode. Well, I've been doing a lot of podcasts, uh, bringing the audio over from some of my YouTube videos. And if you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, you've got to do that. Go over to YouTube, just do a search for Global Real Estate School, and you can find some really, I think, some very cool videos that I'm doing over there. I have a lot of five-minute real estate exam tips, a playlist for that, and just a lot of other cool things. And then I'm doing some technology training I'll be doing there from time to time, as well as my Real Estate Tech Guy YouTube channel. So check us out, subscribe. Would love to have you as a member over there as well. Well, today I want to talk about real property or personal property. Let me kind of back up there. Personal property versus fixtures. And I know we've discussed this before, but on the real estate exam, you need to be able to uh, list the requirements for clarifying if an item is a fixture or if it's personal property. And you also need to be able to recognize that fixtures are automatically included in the real property or the transfer unless you've agreed to something in the contract. So we always want to specify in the contract if something is not going to stay with the property. And these items can become very, very complicated at times. I mean, we understand and know that a dishwasher that's built into the kitchen becomes a fixture. But what about a swing set in the backyard? Is that a fixture or is that personal property? Well, it may depend. Is the swing set cemented into the ground? In that case, it probably would maybe lean a little bit more toward a, um, a fixture. If it's just sitting on the grass, it's probably personal property. However, what's the best source of action for you as a real estate professional? You need to make certain that, that it's specified in the contract what goes and does not go. I was reading an inter- interesting article today about uh, a dog fence, an electric dog fence, and the owners actually took the control box, which would probably be the most expensive part of that underground dog fence. And so the question comes up, is that control box that is completely probably movable from the garage or whatever part of the house it's located, is that a part, is that a fixture, or is that personal property? Can the owners take that control box with them? And again, that's why as a real estate professional, you have to be very clear and clarify on the sales contract what stays and does not stay. Now, on the On the exam, they're going to give you scenarios, and you're going to have to look and determine, was there something mentioned in the 
sales contract that would require that item to stay, or if there's nothing mentioned, then you're going to have to look at the test that the court determines if an item is a fixture or if it's personal property. And we remember that through the acronym MAID, M-A-I-D, MAID. The method of attachment, is it bolted to the wall? Is the swing set in concrete pillars? Did they put the basketball goal in cement? Uh, you know, does the pole stay and the and the the backboard not stay? These see these get very complicated at times. And what's in the contract? Now, I don't think they will give you anything that odd or strange on the exam. However, they could give you a situation about a large circular driveway that has a huge water fountain in the middle of the circle. Is that water fountain that's movable, even though maybe it's, it's a big water fountain that you could pick it up and move it? Is that a fixture or is it personal property? And that's the A under made. Remember, method of attachment. That would be the adaptation of the article. Now, I did a YouTube video out in my backyard, and we have a, we have a fish, a koi pond, a fish pond, and, and we put in a gazebo at the end of the patio area. Now, the gazebo is not hooked to anything. It's a covered gazebo. We brought it in on a trailer. We put it on skids. We put it up against the patio, put some rocks and blocks underneath it to get it level, and then planted some flowers around the back part of the gazebo to hide all of that. And it looks great at our koi pond. But I could have a tractor come in and put something underneath the gazebo, lift it straight up, put it on a trailer, and take it somewhere else. Is that gazebo that's completely movable and is not on any kind of uh, attached to any kind of piers or foundation, is it a fixture or is it personal property? More than likely, if you saw that on the real estate exam, a question like that or a, or a scenario, it would be a fixture. Why? because of the adaptation of the article. It looks like it's part of that patio. It's a pretty big object. And by removing it, most people would have thought, hey, to me, that should have been included. That just was something that I thought was part of the real estate, the way it adapted to the backyard. So the method of attachment, adaptation of the article, the intention of of the parties, which goes along with D, did an agreement exist? You know, what was the intent? Was there an agreement? And you've always got to spell these items out on the sales contract as to what will stay and what will not stay. So again, you need to know the difference between a fixture and personal property, you need to know made, M-A-I-D, method of attachment, adaptation of the article, the intention of the parties, and did an agreement exist. Now, 
As a real estate professional, the best thing you can do, again, is spell it all out. If you have a seller who says, hey, I want to take that dining room chandelier with me because it's sentimental, it was in my grandmother's home, or my husband got that for me, or my wife purchased that for me, or however, um, those items, I always tell my clients, remove those before we start showing the property. Because if you do not remove those in advance, that will be a stumbling block and could even potentially cause the transaction not to move forward. So spell it out on the contract. Have your client or seller remove anything they want to keep and replace it prior to you ever allowing anyone to look at the property. And then don't forget the acronym MADE. Well, again, go over to my YouTube channel. Check us out there. Be sure and subscribe. Give us a five-star here. We'd love to have you, uh, you know, tell others about our podcast. And then do not forget globalrealestateschool.com. We can help you with pre-licensing, brokers courses. We're getting approved in several states. But we also have some great resources to help you pass the real estate exam on the first attempt. Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast. And I hope this has helped you in clarifying a fixture and personal property. Thank you for listening to the podcast for Global Real Estate School. I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy. Go out and make it a great day.